Hello! Welcome to Ethical Quandaries. I'm Jessica Veltstra. And I'm Denise Thompson. And since everything's shut down, we have no excuse to not do this podcast. <laughs> Actually, we finally have time. It's been somewhat of a crazy year. I think our last episode was in May of last year, May of 2019. And I think we opened it by saying we're back, bitches. I think so, yes. <laughs> and then promptly didn't do another one because we had something like 60 nights where somebody was over here. We had up to seven guests over the summer. It was... Up to seven guests? Yeah. Just seven people at during one the whole time. summer? Up to seven guests at one time, 60 nights where somebody was here. 69 people. I mean, that's kind of dangers of living in Alaska in the summertime. <laughs> it just seemed to be like a little extra than it has been. But I always, I've got like these super protective friends who do all these hobbies and this amazing stuff. And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do with my time? I realize what I do with my time is we always have friends over. So that's what I do with my time. So we are now can't have a lot of friends over. So now we get to podcast with our time. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about today, the topic that's on everybody's mind, of course, is what to do during this pandemic of COVID-19. And you think, how does ethics play into this? Well, we'll tell you. <laughs> Jessica has so a list. Ways. <laughs> yeah, Jessica has a list. Mm-hmm. Um, I, of course, do not. She just read it to me about five minutes ago. <laughs> and I realize that this might annoy some people, that I have absolutely no preparation going into anything. But if you're annoyed by that, you might not be our listener. listener because base, that yeah. is, I'm going to disappoint you every week. <laughs> so it's important to think about ethics in the middle of this really stressful time because we want to keep each other safe. And so, you know, one of our founding principles of what's ethical and what's not is we want to show love to our neighbors. We don't want to pull their hair out and steal their toilet paper. That is correct. (laughs) So if you were looking at a baseline, (laughs) social distancing is good. Fighting over toilet paper, bad. (laughs) So, yeah, basically we want to spread love and show kindness to our neighbors. So the usual ways we do this is by having people over, giving people hospitality, giving hugs, visiting people, sharing food. And now all the ways that we show love to somebody are completely changed. In a week, two weeks, (laughs) every day is different. Everything has gone downhill super fast. So the first thing is, Stay informed. Look at the CDC website for the most recent recommendations. Try not to be sharing conspiracies online because that only confuses people. Try not to be sharing incorrect information online. Or if you hear someone say, I've heard this, Mm -hmm. you know, I've heard such and such. Mm -hmm. Make sure to ask that person where Where they've they've heard heard it it. Mm -hmm. and to link it so that you're not unknowingly helping them share Mm -hmm. wrong information. I mean, because just this week we've had a couple of instances where we've even said in our house, oh, I heard such and such and such. And then we're like, wait, where did we hear that? And we looked it up and it was incorrect. Like, not like way out there, but like not fully the facts. Or it was four parties down the line. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just try to stay as informed as possible. But at the same time, Try to take breaks for media just for your own mental health. You don't want to be obsessive about uh, news. It's probably not going to help you right now to be obsessed 
about sharing constantly, all about the virus, about watching the news about it, because that can just stress you out. Which is exactly what I'm doing. (laughs) Every morning I watch the press conference while I'm getting ready. And I am still working, so there's that too. Mm -hmm. And not only just working regular, I'm like hustling. Yeah. I'm hustling to basically just pay the bills. Right. And I feel like a lot of people are in that situation in one way. A lot of people have been laid off and they don't know how they're going to pay the bills. A lot of people are now trying to pick up two, three jobs because they've been laid off. Some people are trying to be creative with their small businesses and restaurants and doing things completely different. Like, Denise, you've been adding stuff to your website. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm running the business almost entirely like probably 10% of the way I ran a business three weeks ago and it's let me tell you a little bit exhausting so add that onto then my media overload (laughs) and I've you've got a real little powder keg inside of me that's waiting to explode Uh, then there's like people like I've been working overtime in the last couple weeks my job's still still there it's changed in the way that uh, we're not doing face-to-face visits right now, and I'm concerned right now because also there's no eyes on children, so the at-risk children aren't getting seen by people like teachers, professionals, healthcare workers, even just the community. Community members aren't seeing children, so that stresses me out, and we're not doing face-to-face visits except for in our high, high-risk scenarios. So well, I'm, domestic violence increases mm-hmm. in, in lockdown-type situations. It does, yeah. So we're having that. Um, people are may not be safe in their homes. So, yeah, so we're working overtime, but in a different way. And, you know, it, there's possibility that I might be working from home, too. And then, of course, Mike, uh, the delivery guy, is working quite a few hours. Is that that's changed as well as, as they're doing everything's getting delivered differently so we're all working but we're working differently and having to think about things differently and I know our friends in the restaurant businesses are all working differently and thinking about how they can change their menus to be make it more takeout accessible they're doing deliveries in places that they've never done deliveries before they're really working hard too so we are been trying to support them as well our neighbors and friends who are in the restaurant business, especially the smaller, smaller independently owned ones, because right now their livelihood is is at stake too. So it's one of the things that we've been trying to do. And just in general, like, don't be a dick. Like, maybe this is not the time to, you know, just break. Because, you know, we live in a free country, which is great, but everything's recommendations. So there's, like, not a lot of enforcement right now. Well, I think you can be a dick both ways. Yeah. Because I think you can basically look at someone and judge them for what they're buying. Mm-hmm. And they might just have a big family. Right. And they might actually just be That's doing... all what they always do. Yeah, mm-hmm. doing their every two week mm-hmm. shopping trip and people are judging them. Or they're helping out two or three families. Mm-hmm. So Don't Patrick and I went and got groceries for his parents who are um, not leaving the house at this point and buying... The eggs for you know both of us. Mm-hmm. It looked excessive, mm-hmm. but we're all we're all dieting, and eggs is one of <laughs> the things <laughs> that are on eat. the diet. We eat <laughs> eggs, and yeah, and we had to get eggs for them and do that kind of shopping. So I think that the, being kind of a jerk can go both ways. Mm-hmm. I think 
being a jerk and going out and not really having a care for your activities can mm-hmm. also yes be being kind of a dick. Yeah, because I, I worry about people who are not practicing social distancing, who are not taking any of this into consideration, who say it's overblown. You know, think about your loved ones that are at risk. People who may be young and healthy and are less at risk. It's showing love to your neighbors to practice this stuff. So my experience has been that the at-risk community are the people that are telling me when I am working or contacting me that it's, I guess on the news I keep hearing about the millennials need to stay in, Mm -hmm. the millennials need to stay in, um, Gen Z needs to stay in, that they're not staying in. And I see that on the news Mm -hmm. because like I said, I'm overwhelming myself with news sources and not taking our advice at all. So do as we say and not as Denise does. (laughs) But what I am personally witnessing, the people who have personally told me, when I've asked them if they would like their hands sprayed down with my hand sanitizer that I have at the desk, the people that are telling me no, the people who are getting too close to me, the people who are telling me it's fake, that or it's blown out of proportion. Have been touching you. Yes, I have contact. been <laughs> I have been touched quite a bit, which is very odd to yeah. me. And I almost freeze like like what are you a, doing? Yeah. yeah, like I would just freeze and don't quite know what to say and then jerk back and I'm sure they're completely insulted. But yeah, it has been it's been the, the boomers. Yeah. Yeah. The boomers are telling me that that it's fake. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking as my hands are cracked and dry and bleeding, <laughs> um, I'm doing this for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm staying back six feet. I'm not allowing more than, you know, 10 people. I think the CDC right now is saying 50. 50. Trump is saying 10. I'm actually going with that one. I, I've i been sanitizing my screen, my counters, my testers i've been sanitizing people's cards if they're handing them to me their credit cards i have just my hands are like cracked Mm -hmm. and horribly bleeding and yet like right in between your knuckles Mm -hmm. like the fun little the fun bleeding anyways and yet you know they come and tell me that it's fake so that can also be that's being a dick a bit of a (laughs) dick move (laughs) yeah i've had i've had people tell co-workers that they're completely overreacting that you know we don't need to like really pay attention to this and it's like I've had like a lot of co-workers who have are caring for elderly parents who have or you know we don't know what underlying condition people have because just because they appear healthy and young doesn't mean that they and have stuff while it might be true that we are we mm-hmm. might be overreacting about certain things while that that might come out in the end mm-hmm. wouldn't you rather overreact than underreact because the underreaction has such a, a horrible mm-hmm. i mean i'm a business owner too so this is i'm torn because this is killing our mm-hmm. small businesses but i mean then i just think about my parents and right. do i want my parents to continue to be around right and i do so there's that. <laughs> and hopefully they help me out if they're still alive and my business is in the tank. <laughs> oh. If my business is in the shitter. And we, can t- we talked about like showing love to your neighbors by like checking in on people who you know are at risk too and like saying, hey, can I deliver some groceries by? Hey, do you need, you know, prescriptions picked up? And even, like, maybe calling delivery for them. Like, yes. that, that you can do to check on them. Also, just give them a call because a lot of people are self-isolating right now. So they might be bored and feel alone and 
watching too much TV and watching too much news on this <laughs> and going stir crazy. Yeah. I think my dad said that he has watched more TV in the last four days than he's watched in the last 25 years. Oh, no. <laughs> he's a radio listener. <laughs> But with that, when we talked about washing hands, social distancing, staying with the CDC guidelines. This is oddly all ethics. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's let all the ways that you can keep your neighbor safe and show love to your neighbor. And just something else nice you can do is try to buy gift cards from small businesses right now who are closing their doors, buy them online if possible to, to spend later just to give that extra cash boost now. And this would be for small businesses that you like cannot get their mm-hmm. services now. Right. So if you Hair can stylists, get, mm-hmm, that kind of thing. Massage therapists, if they aren't working mm-hmm. or if they're slow, because I know they're slow and they're getting lots of cancellations. Mm-hmm. We have one of our listeners and she's a very successful massage therapist and this time is also very stressful for her even though the cdc has not said anything about massage therapy massage therapy the, i think Alaska possibly closed down massage they, therapy yes, in fairbanks by, and ketchikan right now yeah by states to, they're doing mm-hmm. different things so just things like those types of services where they're completely not able to offer you their services a lot of restaurants in alaska right now are just doing takeout or curbside mm-hmm. That you can still utilize, mm-hmm. and also if you want to buy a gift certificate for sit down later. But really try to pay attention to what are your favorite businesses? What businesses would you be sad to see leave your town? Because it's a real possibility that you're going to lose them all. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel that that's an overreaction at all. And just think about it and then see what their options are because like we said at the beginning most businesses we know are completely changing to still provide services to their community just in more creative ways at this point you might want to reach out to um healthcare workers pharmacists doctors nurses anybody who has to be out in the public see if you can have meals dropped off for them see if you can support them in any ways because they're going to be overworked overstressed right now yeah they're not taking it easy they're not you know, sitting and watching too much Netflix. <laughs> they're they're stressed out and they're overworked and they're taking the risks caring for people who've actually been exposed themselves. And so we need to express our appreciation anyway. Think about creative ways you can express your appreciation to them right now. Oh, another thing is, is I hear a lot of people, well, okay, I've lost my job and now my small businesses that I love are going to close. You do not have to purchase necessarily to help them right. advertise for them on social media tell everyone you know because someone you know has money mm-hmm. yeah you well hopefully i mean maybe would think. <laughs> we don't know your social groups <laughs> we would just expect that somebody somebody you know <laughs> and even if you just tell them you're thinking about mm-hmm. them and that you hope they're doing well that that goes such share, a like, share their long stuff. way yeah share their stuff on social media say hey you know if you have funds right now to put up a little bit more buy a little bit more right now to support it while other people can't buy share stuff right now and then the other thing is donate to your local food bank there's a lot of families right now that their primary breadwinners have lost their jobs they don't know how they're going to get through it there's a lot of stuff up in the air with economic packages nothing's been passed at this point so people who have lost their jobs don't have any way of necessarily providing for themselves hopefully that they'll get um, unemployment benefits increased and they'll have economic stimulus packages but right now as we speak there's been bills put out but nothing's been actually passed with that piece yet 
So we talked a little bit about how this social distancing and kind of hunkering down has affected us. But so economically, yes, pretty devastating. I'm pretty stressed out. Mentally, I think it's really taken a toll on all of us. (laughs) We had an amazing, this kind of plays into uh, some ethics. We had an amazing trip planned. Mm -hmm. Two weeks in Hawaii. We felt like that we all really deserved it. We felt that we had had a... Really hard year 2019. I thought like I, I really I was really pushing it because I was like this I hadn't been on a, on a real vacation since 2018. So I'd been over two years since I've been somewhere nice and warm and sunny, and so I felt like you know my job. I try to take breaks for my own mental health and all of that. And I was like, I just need this. I need this. I need this. I need this. We're canceling it. We canceled <laughs> our it. trip, and that was really hard a couple days ago to yeah. cancel the trip. There was tears, it, lots of tears. <laughs> it seems it seems silly to say that that was so important, but it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was such a big important thing. And the reason we ended up canceling is because we love the state of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. It, re- it reminds us, Hawaiians remind us of Alaskans. We love it. I think we've talked about just the, the similarities before. You're both kind of isolated off of the rest of the 48 states. We have a lot in common. A lot of places don't ship mm-hmm. to either of us, and it's caused a lot of contention, and so we feel some solidarity yeah. there. Mm-hmm. No, we love the Hawaiians. We love the Hawaiian islands, and we want to keep Hawaiians safe, mm-hmm. and by us traveling there is not an ethical thing to do mm-hmm. at this moment. I honestly, if and I'm going to judge here, if you are flying to Hawaii right now, I'm judging you. Unless you're like a doctor or something. Or unless you're like Hawaiian and you're going yeah. home. Yeah. Unless you have a real good reason that's not like... Uh, Should I preface with if you're going to Hawaii for, for vacation, vacation right now? Yeah. I'm judging you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm judging you. This is not the time to, you know, have those trips and carry things. Because all the Hawaiian cases right now so far have been travelers to Hawaii. Yeah. So, you know, and And it's an island people. It's it's an island, so they don't have a long-term food supply. They don't have a lot of hospital beds. They don't have a lot of medical facilities. It's very contained and isolated in that way. So it's like Alaska a lot of that way, but it's it's a lot more people in a lot littler of space. So you can't spread out nearly as much as we can up here. So we want to keep them safe. Yeah, social distancing is not that hard up here. No. Unless you or me and people want to touch you all of a sudden. <laughs> a lot of touching. Just so touchable. <laughs> it's very shocking. <laughs> but we're, yeah, and then with mental health, I think that if you're in a house like us with lots of people, <laughs> we've been trying to use our words a lot more. I feel like we've been somewhat successful with that, being just like, okay, I'm having, I'm stressing out today. This is not a good day for me. Or, you know, I am really disappointed by this. Or using our words about what's what's the plan if we do get exposed and we have to quarantine. And then with the mental health, too. If, if you have to quarantine right now, uh, people say that the best way to keep your mental health up is to um, create a schedule and kind of stick to it. My plan is that I'm going to just binge watch Love is Blind. <laughs> they say that that's not maybe the best <laughs> And yell things out at the TV screen. <laughs> because I I know that I am, you know, superior Mm-mm. than all of these people. <laughs> so it makes me feel wonderful and ha- it's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. I think Patrick suggested we watch The Stand. 
Yeah. I vetoed that idea. Yeah, no, not right now. And I don't know if everyone out there has seen The Stand, but I do recommend it. It is a little... Maybe it has not some, now. <laughs> um, it has some cheesy 80s special effects, but it's Stephen King. It's about a plague that wipes out most of the earth. You know, fun stuff. <laughs> really, really like light. You could even read the book. It'd be like light reading. So, yes. He's also suggested um, Band of Brothers, The Pacific. Yes. Because we feel like we have it bad now. Well, look at what they had to go through then. So there you go. <laughs> at least we're, they're not asking us to gather in the square and throw our iPhones in a pile <laughs> to donate the medal to the military. I mean, that would be bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else that we need to cover? I feel like don't travel. Don't endanger people. Don't be a dick. Follow the CDC recommendations. And oh, don't be a dick to people who are concerned about you. Mm, mm-hmm. That I would say that that one right there is a big one. If someone shows concern for you, but you feel like you're completely fine in everything you're doing, just love that that person loves you mm-hmm. enough to worry. If you feel that they are overreacting, just concentrate on the fact that they really care about you. So example of this would be going to pick up food for Patrick's parents. And we do the interaction. We've been shopping. Patrick's hands have been all over the cart, making me very frantic mm-hmm. because he only did clean the handle, but his hands were all over the rest of the cart. So then as we're checking out, he does a money exchange. He touches the keypad and I look over and he is rubbing his chin, like scratching his chin. (laughs) And I almost lost it. I was just like, stop touching your face. I made him get one of those wipes at the the Mm -hmm. stand, the sanitizing wipes, and he's wiping his face. He thinks I'm insane, but you know what? He handled it with love (laughs) and grace and he knows that I am crazy because I care about him. So that's just an example of I about had a heart attack. (laughs) I was having a very hard time. And seeing some memes about children saying that the roles have definitely reversed. They've been having to tell their parents that they're grounded and that they have to stay home. And And most parents are acting like uh, 16-year-olds, I would (laughs) say. Like like rebellious fits. No! (laughs) (laughs) Um, My parents uh, and my in-laws have been quite amazing. (laughs) So I've been very happy that they've been good and not been giving us problems. There was a little bit of nerve-wrackingness on the phone calls, but... It all went good. I'm not sure. I don't know. Anything else? I don't I don't think we have anything else. It's just uh if you wanna really to check out a really good informative podcast on the disease COVID nineteen, I would say check out this podcast can kill you. I love their podcasts in general, but they do an excellent scientific discussion and history of diseases. And so theirs is a really good one. And they've been going to have an updated one coming out soon discussing COVID-19 as it has been progressing. So if you want to listen to more science based stuff, that's that's one there. And there What? Ours wasn't science based? <laughs> ours is ethics. We're like... I feel like we science. just sat here and just like told you guys what to do. <laughs> just not our wheelhouse bossy we're very bossy this week uh, but uh, we have a whole year of bossing you guys around that we haven't been doing and why do i give myself a hard time for not making a list i have so much to say without a list could you imagine had i made a list how long we would be talking about this <laughs> that's why i'm never worried about it because denise, just... denise has a talent she can talk on anything for 30 minutes oh it served me well in high school i could really bs on those papers <laughs>
This is why I asked you to be my co-host. Well, hmm, I don't know if it serves me real well as an adult. It kind of come, I might come across quite obnoxious, but that's okay. Our tagline, we forgot our tagline. <laughs> oh, guess what else we're doing? We're getting rid of our ethical products. Yes, because nobody listened to them anyway, we were told. We actually heard complaints. <laughs> so we will stop because you guys obviously don't like to shop ethically. And... <laughs> If you would like uh, to share ethical products on our podcast, Facebook feed, go for it. We'll plug them. But at this point, we're not going to plug them on the podcast anymore. No, I mean, I was going to tell you guys about a really cool product this week. But then guess what? (laughs) No one listens to it anyways. So you don't get to know about it. You have to find it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. I didn't have one ready. (laughs) So thank you for joining us here at Ethical Quandaries, a podcast where we have a lot of questions but but no no answers answers. and we're We're judging you anyway. Technical support and photography by Tip Kingsley. Consultation by Mid Toker. Production music by EpidemicSound.com. Editing by me, Jessica Veldstrom. If you have an ethical quandary or a comment, you can email us at ethicalquandaries at outlook.com. And check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Remember, if you enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. And support our work at patreon.com.